All right, so uh, there's, been, there's been a request by a bunch of guys for Liz Tukufa right now, moving forward, to maybe learn a little something a little bit different each morning as getting ready for tefillah, getting ready for Yom Neroyim. And that would be to focus on, on, on the sitter, to focus on davening, to go through the different uh, things that we say every day and to uh, maybe appreciate a little bit more what we're saying and what's happening when we say it and how to connect to it more. So... We'll give it a whirl. There's nothing really inside textually. I mean, maybe once in a while I'll, I'll get a marmalkum or something, but we'll just talk. We'll see, uh, we'll see how it goes. All right, so the first thing we do, in the, I guess we'll start right away, right? The first thing you do in the morning. So what's the first thing you does when they wake up in the morning, open your eyes, and you say, Maidani. You say, Maidani. So what's the Indian of Maidani? So we'll spend maybe the next few days talking about the Indian of Maidani, what the avoid of Maidani is, and you'll see that the more we think about it, the more we uh, investigate that Indian of Maidani. It's not just for that moment, it's Mamash, uh, it's a game changer of a club. All right, so in Halacha, why, why do we say Maidani? So the truth is, in Chazal, there's no Gemara about Maidani, there's no Chazal, there's no Medrash about saying Maidani, it's not a Chiv. It's something that, that um, it's a Minig that established much later on in, uh, in Jewish history. Why? Why did this Minig happen that a person says Maidani in the morning? So the answer is because we assume that when a person is asleep, so two things take place. First of all, uh, your hands might touch parts of your body that are not clean. So your hands are officially unclean. And second of all, the Zara says, Beis Yosef already brings us down, that there's a tumah that comes on a person's hands when they're asleep. So again, physically your hands might be dirty and uh, spiritually they're contaminated. So because of that, when a person wakes up, the assumption is his hands are unclean, again, physically and spiritually. You're not able to make a bracha. You're not able to, uh, to say Hashem's name until you wash your hands. So the minig of Klai Yisrael became is that chaval not to be able to say anything that's holy right away when you wake up. You have to wait until you wash your hands. If you have water available right away, then good. If not, you'll have to walk to the bathroom. Could be you'll need the bathroom anyway. So, so in order to, that a yid should say something good and holy and avoididik right away without having to wait to clean their hands, the minig is to say Maidani. That's why in, in Maidani, it doesn't say Hashem's name, right? It doesn't say Hashem Elokein or whatever. It's Maidani Lefanecha, Melechai Vakaim. And there's a reason why it avoids saying Hashem's name. It's because that's the whole point. Because I'm not able to say Hashem's name because my hands are, are dirty right now. All I can say is I can reference Hashem, Maidani Lefanecha, and that's why the minig, that's how the minig of Maidani, uh, that's, that, that's, that's the pshat of Maidani. Okay, that's the halacha. <clears throat> what does this tell us? What's the avoid of Maidani? So it's like this. What does it mean, Bechlav, that your hands are tame? What's the Indian of a person's hands being tame at night? So Rabbi Nachman, uh, Rabbi Nassim in Lekutei Halachis in, um, in Hilchas Hashkam HaSabayker talks about this. He says like this, he says, nighttime, when a person's asleep, so that Indian of being asleep, metaphorically, not even metaphorically, I mean physically, that's what it is. It's what's called histalkas hamaychen. The person's intellect is gone, right? That's, they're, they're unconscious, they're asleep. So, spiritually speaking, what that means is that that represents a period of hesterpanim. But not just stam hesterpanim, it's a period of, of what's called by the Sfarm hester b'taych hester. In the Sfarm Hesterpanim, we find there's three states of spiritual consciousness that a person can have. There's one matzah, which is called being awake. Being awake means uh, a, a sense of, of Hashem's presence. I'm aware of Hashem's presence. Uh, you know, I feel His presence. I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of His presence. Uh, I feel His love. I feel His embrace. 
I know who God is. That's called being awake. And then you have another state, which is called Hesterpana, which is, I don't feel the Rabbanishman's presence. I don't know who he is. I'm in a state of Hesterpana. Things seem to be working just with nature and just the way it is. But at least I'm aware of it. <laughs> at least I'm aware of that. I'm aware that there is a God. I don't know who that God is. I don't necessarily feel his presence in my life. And I'm aware that I'm in a state of Hesterpana. That's called Hesterpana. But then there's an even deeper state of Hesterpana, which is Hesterpana, that I don't even know that, I'm, that, I'm, that the Rabbanishman was hidden from me. I'm, I'm in such a, a cloud, you know, I'm in, I'm in such a, a place of, uh, of Hesterpanim that I'm not even aware of the fact that the Rabbanu Shalom is concealed from me. I'm just going. I'm just going. I'm not even conscious of the fact that the Rabbanu Shalom is hidden. I'm not even aware that there is a God. So it's Bechlal. So those are the three stages. You have Gilu Panim, Revelation. You have Hester, where the Rabbanu Shalom is hidden from me, but at least I'm aware that he's hidden. So at least I, I, I know that there's a God. I don't know who he is, but I know that there's a God. And then there's Bechlal, Hester, Betay, Hester. I don't even know that I don't know. It's like, I'm just... I'm just going. I'm just like a, just running like uh, like the Navi describes people sometimes as a as a horse that's just running into battle. So, <laughs> the horse doesn't even know why it's going. It just is, and it's crazy. But it just it just goes. So, what does it mean to be asleep? When a person is asleep, that's called that represents a situation of Hester b'tay Hester. The person is completely unconscious. They have no idea. Not only do they not feel God's presence, that's for sure not. But they don't even know that they don't feel God's presence. God is not even on the radar. It's bechlal nothing. At that stage, when, when a person is asleep, there's a tumma on the hands. Hands represent, hands mean, everything that you're doing in Ishtablis, everything that you're doing physically. You know, Hands means, hands represent everything that you're doing in life that you could, that you could make the mistake of thinking that it's you, that it's your kaychas. The tumma of the hands and hands touching improper places means that when a person's in that state of sleepfulness, Mamash, you're asleep, then, then the person doesn't even think of Ashkach HaPratis. Forget Nisan, forget like feeling Hashem's presence. That, that's for sure not. But even being aware, even believing that the Rabbanu Shalom is really running the show, that's also not even other. The guy's just going with his hands. It's just wherever his hands go, whatever his hands does, it's my kaychas. This is why the two hands, for example, Yad is 14. Two of them together is 28, which is kayach. So the, the mistake, the tum of the hands means to think, that it's my kayach. It's my kayach. That's the tum of the hands. The tachlis is, when you wake up in the morning and you wash your hands, which we'll talk about, when you wash your hands, it means that means that you're at a state of giloy and that you're sensitive to the Rebbe presence and you're aware of him and things make sense and you raise your hands up that those hands that until that point have just been involved in, in things of this world that convince you of it's all the Rabbanu but then there's that middle state of waking up but your hands are still tummy being awake and your hands are still tummy means that I now finally am at least aware that I'm in a state of Hester Pan. so there's these three stages when you're asleep you're not aware of anything nothing your hands are mamish tummy and you don't even know it and then there's a state of, which, which is much later, you're awake and your hands are clean and you're ready for the daven to say Hashem's name. Saying Hashem's name means that I not just know that there is a God, I know God. I feel His presence. It's, it's part of me. That's, that's the biggest madriga. That's them. And, then, and then you're ready for davening, which we'll talk about. But then there's the in-between, which is I'm awake, 
but I can't say Hashem's name. I'm awake that I, meaning that I'm aware that there is a Rabbanu Shalom, but I can't say Hashem's name. I don't, I'm not in that state of Gilead Panim. Uh, I, 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 the Shalom was hidden from me, and I'm conscious of it. So at that state, you can say something about Hashem, but you can't say Hashem's name. It's at that stage, that's what's happening when you're saying Maidani. You're at that moment, it represents that moment of life, which is, it's not Hester anymore, it's not Gilui, Hashem's presence is not clear to you, but at least you're awake enough to be aware of that, that Hashem is not clear to you. It's at that moment where the Ikra Avayda of Amuna and believing in Ashkach Pratis comes out. See, when a, person's, when a person's awake and his hands are, are washed, so to speak, and everything is mamish open and revealed, there's no Amuna over there. That's Amos. It's like, it's obvious. It's clear. That's not Amuna. I don't have to have Amuna to know that I'm speaking to you. I know I'm speaking to you. And when a person's mamish is asleep, there's no Amuna either. He's not even aware of anything. It's at that middle stage of what? Of waking up, but his hands are still tummy, where you can't say Hashem's name, but you can speak about him. That's where the Avayda of Amuna comes in. So, this is what we'll, we'll see over the next couple of days. That statement of Maida'ani contains within it Amuna. It's the Avayda of Amuna, the Amunascha Balelis. Which really, by the Mukabalam, we're supposed to be getting up, I mean, I guess by Tikkun Katsais, which is technically at night. You know, that's, the Avayda, that's the Avayda of Amuna at night. That's why Maida'ani, even the most simplest, uh, you know, the, the, the simple shot of Maida'ani is thanking the Rabbanish Shlalem. And it's, it's, Maida means to thank, but also means to, to admit, to acknowledge. I, to, to admit means that I don't really understand, I don't really know, it's not like I, I don't see Lefanet, I don't see the Rabbanu Shlalem. I, I admit that he's, I, I, I have Haidah, I'm Maida, I'm Maida Lemes, I, 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 I have a Muna that the Rabbanu Shlalem is there. I can't say his name, but at least I, could, I believe that he's there. That's why Maida Ani is really all about Hashgach Pratis, something that we is very, very natural, very, very, very much part of nature, and you could easily take it for granted. But Maidani says, no, 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 Believe in Ashgach HaPratis. Believe the Rabbanu Shalom is involved in everything that seems natural. It's really the Yad Hashem. It's the most natural thing in the world is that when you wake up, you're you. That's the most natural thing. It's like, it's, it's not even a Havamina that, that, that such a thing should be any different. Of course, I wake up on me. But Maidani says, no, 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 don't take that for granted. Don't take that for granted. That's, that's Ashgach HaPratis. It's all, it's all Yad Hashem. It's all the Rabbanu Shlevim. If he wanted, you could wake up as Ruvain. If he wanted, you could wake up as Levi. The fact that you woke up as uh, Yehuda, whatever, which is the same person you were yesterday, you have to thank Hashem for that. You have to acknowledge that it's the Yad Hashem. And so that's the Avoida of Maida'ani. It, it, it's not that moment. It represents most of life, which is, hopefully, which is that, that you're not mamish asleep asleep, but you're not really awake either. You just woke up and you're sort of awake enough to be sensitive to the fact that, you're, that you were just asleep and you're sensitive to the fact that the Rabbanu Shalom is there but you just don't know who he is and that's the Ikra Vayda of Amuna. and when a person is Mechazek that inna of Amuna, that's the, that, that's, that gives the biggest Nachas to the Rabbanu Shalom that's what's fueling your davening like what schus does a person have to then go and wash their hands and really feel Hashem's presence to be able to say Hashem's name only if they were willing to have the Avayda of Amunas Chabalelis when you establish that you're strong enough to have a Manascha Balelis, then the Rabbanu Shalom will allow you to then take the water, wash your hands, and to open your eyes fully and to say Hashem's name. That's the Avayda of Maidani. So as Hashem, we'll, we'll move on with this. We'll talk about Tchiyas uh, in this content. There's a lot of Torah when it comes to Maidani, what that is. But that's the Ikri thing, Amuna. Amuna Nashkach Pratis. That's the Avayda.